What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Yeah. If you know, you know. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Ball Hawk here, man. Real quick, just jumped on and went live right quick. We got to discuss Draymond Green statements. Um, Talking about the narratives. Basically, you know, if you've been following me over the years and been supporting the podcast, you know I always go against narratives and I always speak up for the players and the perception and how they're viewed and how they're belittled and how they're supposed to act a certain way versus how teams and schools can treat these players. What's good, Thomas? And um, it was funny because I was having this conversation uh, with a friend of mine on Facebook yesterday with a gentleman um, that was on his friends list about the perception and how players are viewed differently compared to when, you know, a college institution, a coach in college or a a pro organization or, you know, professional coach makes the similar moves and how it's viewed differently. So what I want to do is, what's up, Sharice? is I want to play the clip for Draymond Green for you guys. I didn't put the link in the description because it's not going to be a long stream. I wanted to just talk about this. Um, when I saw this, I knew I was going to get a lot of a lot of emails, a lot of direct messages of folks wondering. First of all, a lot of folks was like, yo, Draymond sound just like you've been sounding. It's funny because you always tease Dray. And I always tell folks, I tease Draymond Green, but I'm definitely like, I rock with him. I just think that the fan base get too overzealous when describing, you know, what he brings to the table. And then they were saying he was better than Charles Barkley and all that. Um, so what we're going to do is I'm going to share the video and we're going to look at Draymond Green discussing what I think is a great stance. So. Let's check this out and get this pulled up. Hopefully. I would like to talk about something that's really bothering me. And uh, it's the treatment of players in this league. To to watch Andre Drummond before the game uh, sit on the sideline, then go to the back, and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him. Because when James Harden asked for a trade and – Essentially dogged it. I don't think there was no surprise or no, you know, there's no one's going to fight back that James was dogging it his last days in Houston. Mm. But he was castrated mm-hmm. for one to go to a different team and everybody destroyed that man. I agree with that. I said that you go to my James Harden podcast episode. A player speaks out and say they want they don't want to be there. And you know they're called quitters. I ain't look, I'm gonna just let it fly. Cause I get mad when folks do this in reaction videos. Like you want to see the video, so I'm gonna let it ride. And yet a team can come out and say, Oh, we want to trade a guy, and then that guy is to go sit. And if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer and he's not good in someone's locker room, and he's the issue. And we've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. You know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out what that up, he's Jamal? traded in an interview after the All-Star game 
and we continue to let this happen. But I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player. But teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys, we're not playing you. And yet we're to stay professional. At some point, as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. Mm. But, a, but a team can say they're trading you, mm-hmm. and that man is to stay in shape. He is to stay professional. And if not, his career is on the line. At some point, this league has to protect the players from embarrassment like that. You know, we talk all of this stuff about you can't do this. You can't say that publicly. If you say that publicly, you're fine. Anthony Davis got fined, I think, $100,000 or something like that for demanding a trade publicly. Mm. But you can say Andre Drummond is getting traded publicly and we're looking to trade him publicly (laughs) and he's to stay professional and just Mm -hmm. deal with it. But then when Kyrie Irving say, oh, my mental health is off, everybody go crazy about that too. Do you not think that affects someone mentally? Mm. As much as we put into this game to be great, to come out here and be in shape, to produce for fans every single night, and most importantly, to help your team win, do you think that doesn't affect someone mentally? Mm. But as players, we're told to, ah, no, you can't say that, you can't say this, but teams can? It goes along the same lines of when, when everyone wants to say, oh, man, that young guy can't figure it out. But no one wants to say the organization can't figure it out. Mm. At some point, the players must be respected in these situations, and it's ridiculous, and I'm sick of seeing it. Y'all have a great night. I'll see y'all tomorrow or Wednesday. So that was Draymond Green, man, speaking on the situation of players and how they're perceived and how the narratives are built and how they're demonized to win they exercise their voices, right? They use their voices. Um, when you put a mic in front of a, the face of a player, a coach, we know all of us don't want that PC jargon. You want folks to be honest. And some folks want the honesty or just crazy reactions for the clicks, right? But what Draymond is talking about, he didn't even talk about Blake Griffin, how Detroit's looking to shop him how they basically sit in him because they don't want to run the risk of, you know, if he get out there, he get banged up, then the trade value drops. Um, He's, he's owed over $50 million. So they're looking to move him. So from, for many years, for many decades, right? Cause folks, this is what folks love to do. This is what folks love to do. (laughs) Darren, you dumb. (laughs) Single dribble, (laughs) single triple double was spitting. Um, everybody loves to always heart back on like Magic and Larry and and Jordan. I'm a, I'm gonna just say everybody loved to talk about Jordan, right? Jordan would have did this. Jordan would have did that. When Michael Jordan played in the era in which he played, and when he came into the NBA, players didn't have a voice. Like they had zero voice. They were restricted free agents. You know, it took Tom Chambers to fight the system a white man to fight the system and become an unrestricted free agent to be able to move about the cabin freely, you know? So I really dislike when people that are a little older than me and my age always say, well, Jordan wouldn't have did this or magic and bird and all those dudes wouldn't have did that. You right. They had no power. They had no voice. Hell Converse made 
signature shoes in the colorway of the team in which they played in. Then Mike came and got a real signature shoe with Nike. Like, like, just think about that. Somebody got their own shoe, but it's the color of your squad and it matches what your squad does and it's not really anything unique to you. But that's getting sidetracked. What Draymond was saying was absolutely 100% correct. I've been saying this, but everybody has this condition to think that the team and coaches can say and do what they want. I had a gentleman tell me yesterday when it came to college sports, because people talk about one and done. You talk about the young kid, Jalen for Duke, that basically had to talk with Coach K that agreed that, you know what, this college joint not working for me. I know my ceiling. I know the scouts are looking at me. I'm going to walk away. People are pissed off saying he quit on his team and everybody's saying honor the commitment, honor your scholarship. But they don't have that same energy for the coaches who leave before bowl games. But they have an issue for players who sit out bowl games for the NFL, but they have no issue when a coach will take another job at a different state, different city, and not coach the bowl game. And they don't even look at how that same coach has recruited players to commit to them. And before they even get there, they break that commitment and go somewhere else. But they tell me it's different because the coach has a degree and because it's buyouts and because it's this and because it's that. But we demonize players who exercise that same right, that same right, because when you transfer, the next institution has to admit you, right? They have to say yes to you. But nobody, they don't like that. They don't like when a young person is identifying what the older generation is doing as far as business acumen. And when they practice that, they have an issue with the players. Is that, is that like a slave mentality? Is that like a good old boy way of seeing things? I'm the daddy. I'm the boss. I do what I want. But they don't want the players identify the power in which they have. Is, is that what we do? Like, real talk. Real talk. I always have this discussion with folks. Why is that an issue? Why is that an issue? Why is that any different? Why can't it? How come you guys talk about super teams, but you love to talk about the good old Lakers and the Celtics like they want super teams like the Lakers? It just ain't go take Kareem from the Bucks. John said, it's, if the time, it's, it's the timing since Duke won't make the tourney. There's more to it. No, that's the way we're conditioned. We always look for a caveat to help our stance. At the end of the day, if somebody walks away from a sport because they know they can move on to the next level, that's their decision. It doesn't matter if their team is trash. It doesn't matter if their team is good. Hell, Ben Simmons went to LSU just to play basketball, and he did a documentary on it, and he showed you how fraudulent the system is of making a player go to school for a damn semester just to get money off of them. We won't allow a player to call their own shots. We'll call them a quitter. We'll say they're breaking commitment. But grown-ass People do it all the time, and we call it business. 
That's always that's all I'm saying. If you can't understand that, then I don't know what else to say to you. And we really can't have this conversation because in your mind, you're all about I'm the boss. I don't care what Zion did. I don't really care what Cole Anthony did. Those guys came back. Whip T do. But you got other guys that understand the dynamics of this business and stayed away. And look how Zion coming back really hurt him when he got to the NBA, in which people talked about his weight, in which people talked about his injuries now, because he came back to be that ultimate team player, to be loyal. But everybody else is very disloyal, and they get passes. Y'all don't have the same energy. That's my issue with you. If you had the same energy, I got no issue with you. But if you pick and choose who you had the, the disloyalty energy with, then I got an issue with you. So, yeah, Zion came back, which he shouldn't have once the shoe blew out, and he almost ruined his chances because all it takes is one play. I've seen a all-time great come back for the betterment of a university and, and for fans and his future earnings get ripped away from him. But the fact that he's so kind-hearted that he lets y'all off the hook. I'm just saying. That's, that, that's, that's all I'm saying, bro. Like, when a player exercises their true rights and their business acumen, folks have an issue. I wonder why. Because how dare you understand your worth? How dare you? Just like if you own a business and you know you got a worker who is phenomenal at what they do, and you know goodness well you can't survive without that phenomenal worker, you're going to try to suppress them and have them thinking, I can't make it without you, boss. You're not going to empower them to let them know that they can make it on their own because that's going to hurt your bottom line. And I wonder why. Just like the kid from, from Alabama that came back just to play in the national championship. And people out there applauding that mess. Are you serious? We really, like, come on, man. Times have changed. We really got to start educating these athletes and help them understand, like, you, we know your goals, right? People always talk about, come on, you got to finish school, get your education. Last time I checked, man, they do not cap when you could go to school. Folks that say values this, values that. Everybody come up and everybody come up in a different economic system. Everybody understood. Greenberg said the best. NBA is about potential. College is about productivity. Yeah, Greenberg would say that. Cause, cause, hey yo, cause, cause, guess who Greenberg worked for? College. Basley fell in the draft because he took control of his own destiny. Let me read some of these comments. Bro, they mad at the slave that leaves the plantation. $40 million slave, man. Stick a value belt. Once you recognize your worth, you become dangerous. Once you go up against the machine, you are dangerous. The fact that Draymond spoke out, he is dangerous now. The same guy that everybody loves, his leadership and his passion for him being outspoken, watch the energy change because Draymond just dropped too many dangerous Jews, a guy like Draymond, who is 
multiple world champion? Who is one of the faces of the league? Who everybody loves to back. Watch the energy change amongst him. I can't I can't send the link out right now, uh, Banks, because I got to go to a meeting, bro. I don't want it to, to go over time, but I'm going to try to definitely jump back on later and allow folks to provide their thoughts on this situation, man. Um, but that's why I didn't put the description in the link. I apologize for people in the chat, man. I know this is a hot topic, but I didn't want this to get away because I definitely got to um, somewhere I have to be in a couple minutes. And I... And I didn't want to just abruptly cut the show off. But it's just ironic that I was having a very in-depth conversation about the young man from Duke and how folks say, how if you leave, they should strip a scholarship or they should do this and they should do that. And I said, well, they, you know, they typically give you the semester because it's paid for. Most guys leave once once they mutually say, I don't want to be a part of the team. And, and, And folks just started questioning, like, the, the values of, of young athletes and, and this and that. And I, and I, my main statement was that's the old way of thinking. That's the old bully tactic way of thinking, because there's so many things you can do in this world besides go to college for four or five years and, and learn what debt is. If these kids that have scholarships have their eyes on a different prize and they put all their energy in that, who are we to say where you're done for better than yourself? You know what I'm saying? And if these players, like, it's one of the things where schools tell you, go to college, go to college, go to college, but they don't tell you about trade school. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I speak to students, I I tell them about trades. Like, invest in a trade. Regardless if you think about going to college or not, invest in a trade. Learn to be an entrepreneur in some form of fashion. Because the system has a saying, hey, you got you to gotta go to high school, get that degree. You got to go to college. Hell, now you got to get your master's. And then when you get your master's and then you share your resume, now you overqualify. Now your asking price is too much. Now you too, like, whoa, wait a minute. You got all these degrees, all these designations? I don't know if we want to pay you like this out the gate. We'll give you a call back. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my issue, man. We we got to start evolving and stop saying, well, Jordan would have did this. Come on, man. Jordan ain't had no damn power. Jordan ain't start making no real damn money until he left and played baseball. But y'all really be out here saying, Jordan wouldn't have did it. Bird wouldn't have did it. Shut up, please, about that. Gus Malzahn got $20 million to be fired, then hired one month later off the backs of the same athletes. See, people don't talk about coaches, man. Like coaches, if coaches are free to move about the cabin, why do you have an issue with players transferring? Because y'all always say honor commitments, honor commitments. We hold youth more accountable than we hold adults, and that's sad. And then we demonize these youths and say they soft, but they learn it from the soft-ass examples that's supposed to be leading them. Think about that. Let that marinate for you. I'm going to let that ball marinate for you. Why y'all calling these youth soft and dumb and don't honor anything? 
Look at the folks who lead them. What are they doing? I ain't saying every coach, but look at them. Look how they move. Oh, I'm sick. I need to retire. Four years later. Oh, resurface. Better opportunity. No, let's celebrate that same guy. Rock said, that's why we should have supported LeVar Ball. Now y'all don't. Y'all done shut him up. He was trying to help everyone with the kid that played ball. CG said, that's a whole sermon. We hold the youth more accountable than adults. And that's in every walk of life. P Nugget says, trade school has been the best thing for me since I got out the Navy. And now the military and trade school is paying for my degree. Man, David said, bars. I'm just trying to share with y'all, man. Preaching this morning. What up? What with you, OG? My guy, OG, man. I just, you know, I just try to share with you guys. Like, it's amazing that Draymond said what I said because I'm always known to being a Draymond hater because I always joke Draymond. Like, I'm, everybody that know me know I go in on Draymond, have fun with Draymond Green just because I know he's that, that personality that wouldn't care if we ever met and he saw what I've been saying. Like, Will Jones, you feel me? So it's ironic that the one player I joke the most echoed the sentiments that I've been saying since I got into this business. And I always told you guys, I'm going to give you that real perspective. That's why me and Robert T. Green rock heavy, because we understand like our perspective won't be accepted by the conglomerates. And it's respecting the way of they're going to give it a lot of traffic, but they hear us. Like people hear me when I tell them, you know, like these players doing right. You may think they quitting. And yes, on the surface, yeah, it's quitting. But college is a big business. And he uses his business acumen. We ain't going to like it. Because folks are always saying you're letting your teammates down. Let me tell you something. And I'm going to say this for the umpteen time. And I got a couple more minutes than I got to dip. We keep saying, oh, you're letting your teammates down. Oh, you're letting this guy. Ask it. Look, I'm being dead ass with you. Ask somebody in the locker room if they brother abruptly leave in the middle of the year, did they feel like they brother let them down? Matter of fact, ask the guy who played behind. I always say ask the guy who back up the guy that left if he felt like that dude let him down. You'll be surprised at what they say. You'll be surprised. It's no different than the kneeling of the anthem. It's that old way of thinking. And yeah, I went there because it correlates. Because you don't want to see what it really is. You want to act out what you were taught to do. You were taught to fall in line. And that's what they're telling the players. Fall in line. Don't identify your voice. Don't identify your worth. Don't identify what the truth is. Just do what I say. We're going to trade player XYZ. Fans say, oh, man, the organization, man, who, hey, hey, who's going to go get him? Oh, they start doing these memes, changing jerseys. Same scenario, but player says, I don't want to be here no more. Oh, my God, that player, he's giving up on his team. Blah, blah, blah. He's a quitter. Nobody's going to want him. What's the difference? LeBron went to Miami with Chris Bosh and with Wade. Oh, my God, it's a super team. We never seen this before. Why the Celtics and the Lakers got all these damn championships? Hey, yo, let me get that. Hey, yo, Kareem, you over there balling? Let me get that. Hey, yo, Wilt over there? Let me get Wilt. 
AD say, I want to, hey, man, y'all need to trade me. I don't like what the front office doing. Hey, we're going to find you. How dare you point out the obvious to the folks who sleep? But Detroit can say, you know what? We ain't going to play Blake Griffin. We're going to trade him. Sit your ass down. And everybody like, oh, man. They got, hey, 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 what they, who going to get? Oh, Drummond, who going to get him? Like Draymond said, Drum, Drummond still got to stay prepared. He still got to practice, get in with he finished because he is a walking business. It's Draymond LLC. My man CG said, this young generation ain't with just riding the wave because someone told them. Our generation and after all after all, are all about having their voice heard. So the league and the powers to be have to change their way of operation. You're not going to find too many shut up and dribble or shut up and play athletes anymore. These athletes truly understand their worth. And the people who have suppressed voices really envy that players speak so friendly. If somebody is empowered in their own household or in their own life, they don't mind that people like Draymond speak the truth. But people who are suppressed and who are miserable and cannot use their voice are like, how dare you do what I aspire to do? And what I, what I will tell you, the person who's suppressed, get the hell out of the suppression. Understand your true worth. That's what you got to do. Y'all applauded J.J. Watt for going out there and saying, let me leave. I know it's zero dollars against the cat, but did J.J. Watt quit on his team? He had a year left. Did he not want to honor his commitment? Nobody said that. I didn't hear nobody said that. Everybody kept saying, oh, that's smarter than Texas because J.J. the lost a step. But when you look at the numbers last year, because everybody loves stats, J.J. Watt was the most double-team edge rusher in the NFL when he was on the field. But, hey, the Sly Fox of how you thinking, J.J. Watt ain't worth a damn. Well, if he ain't worth a damn, tell them off as a quarter they're just still double-teaming. I'm just saying. I just try to give you the info that people don't give you. Everybody can't be platinum selling artists and, you know, some people got to be the voice of the unheard or the voice of the facts that they don't share with you because it make too much sense because it'll alienate and expose them for them being fraudulent. And then, like Myron said, J.J. Watt actually apologized to... Deshaun Watson for the organization failing him. What up, what up, Brady? <laughs> of course, the plantation ain't going to speak out on the whiteboard. Ted, that's my aunt, Lunsford. Man, Ted said, all facts, bro. I can't take the knee, though. I support folks that do, though, if that's how they feel. Absolutely. See how he said it? He can't take the knee, but he support folks who do it. You know? That's why when people say players are bust, if y'all notice, I'm 
usually the guy that really jumps out there and be like, let's think about if a player was truly a bust. Now, if they self-sabotage themselves and they have something, like they got that money, they couldn't control themselves. You know, like we look at Jamarcus Russell and it's called a bust. And, you know, you know the urban legend of them giving him tapes or CDs and won't nothing up there. And he said he watched them. But the thing is, you need to get Brady. I gotta, I gotta walk through with Nick, bro. Nick Jackson was on the walkthrough. I, I don't, so I don't, Brady. I don't bring like UVA players on this platform. This is too raw. I protect the players. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, about the bus label. Y'all notice when when teams um, draft a quarterback? I always say. Within two or three years of you drafting that quarterback, what did you do to better help that investment that's under center? Did you provide him the weapons? Did you run a scheme that fits what they do to be successful? Did you get it off? Like, what, what did you do with the moving parts? Now, if you did everything in your power to build around that person and they didn't take advantage of that and they didn't work on their craft, then I yes, you can consider them a bust. But if that player was who you thought he was and you didn't invest around him, then you as an organization failed the player and he wasn't a bust. You were the bust. I'm not talking about the Johnny Menzels of the world who self-imploded. You know what I'm saying? Like people call Tim Tebow a bust, but we understood what Tim Tebow could and couldn't do. And we saw what Denver did with him and how they were successful and once he went to a different team and you pulled him out of that regime, like, what did you expect? So I wasn't one of the folks, oh, he's a bust. I told you, like, whoa, nobody expected him to get drafted that high. So we kept it in perspective. That's what I like to do. Keep things in perspective. My man Darren said, I see you woke up with Loda Lux third round. <laughs> Shut up, man. Like the Texans let JJ just walk. But hold on, hold the whole Watson hostage. And we will, and I will keep it a stack. Watson is a quarterback. You're going to try to get the most you can out of him. Looking at the Philadelphia Eagles, the Eagles had a couple second rounders, I think, from the Colts or whoever, and they want some first rounders. And they got to realize that Carson Wentz has really killed the trade value for himself because he demonstrated that he will have a temper tantrum and really just give you the look like, let me get up out of here. Which, if a player voices they want to get up out of here, you got to understand and keep it within reason. Just like when James Harden, he told you I want to get. One thing I can say about James Harden, we know, and Draymond said he packed it in. One thing we can all admit and we can all agree on. He might have had a fat suit on, but he was still out there playing. He was still giving you 20 and 10 plus assists. <laughs> I mean, he packing it in, giving you 20 and 10. Salute to John Wall and how he's come back for his injuries, too. I want to salute John Wall, man. As much as people talk about Kevin Durant and coming back from the Achilles, you got to salute John Wall with having the same injury, the Achilles injury, and a, a knee injury and doing what he's been doing. So salute to John Wall for that. Salute to the Brooklyn Nets. Continue to show you that all y'all that keep talking about they don't play no defense, y'all don't pay attention that the, the NBA league average for points Per game is 112, so not too many. Ain't nobody playing no damn defense at the average 112 a night. See, again, y'all be early 2000s when they were averaging like 90-something. Ain't nobody, look, man, don't nobody pay no all that damn money for no defense, bro. We ain't trying to hear that, man. 
Ain't nobody trying to hear that defense. Y'all love it. Oh, you play no defense, though. Duh. You going to say the obvious? Look at this. The average point's been going up since 2013-2014. The last time the NBA average points was under 100 was 2012-2013. Nobody got time for that. Even with Jordan and them played, it was at 106 and 105. Y'all was talking about, oh, it's defense. It was people tackling out there. Now you got Stephen A. Smith, who, you know, y'all know Stephen A. Smith, my guy. Now he all on Kyrie, all on the bandwagon of, of, of uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Myron Brinkley said they playing in optimal environments, no distractions. Yeah. And now I, I will say this. Some players play at a high level without fans, and some players feed off. Feed off. Um. The fan, damn, what did Darren just write? Andre, Andre Robertson signed with the Nets. When are they going to get another rim protector, though? They just need, one, like, just a rim protector to get them, like, 10 minutes. That's it. Well, man, Ivan said, stop focusing. Stop focusing on defense when analytics became a hot topic. Stopped focusing on defense when... Yeah, man, and that's another thing. Everybody love analytics, so the analytics don't work for them. I hope Dwayne Haskins turns it around. I really believe he has the talent. Yeah, so Dwayne Haskins is a guy, again, he's going to be labeled a bust because Dwayne Haskins, in a sense, didn't really enthrall himself into the art form. You feel what I'm saying? The optics are against him. We've seen him show flashes. We've seen when you go to the to the mess scheme with him and you allow him to use levels that he's successful because he can read def defenses quicker. He get the ball out quick. He has a very good arm. But when you ask him to do things that cause you to be a, a pro pro, right now he ain't ready for that. You got to make it simple for him. And that's not wrong because you got to make it simple for Lamar in a sense with what he has around. Lamar is more capable than what they show in Baltimore, but for what they have as a team, you got to keep it simple. But that's all I got for y'all, man. I just wanted to drop these Jews for y'all. Um, again, apologize for not sharing the link in the description, man. I was pressed for time, and I knew if I allowed folks to come on the platform, It'll be a healthy, healthy, but very lengthy discussion that's going to be needed. So we're definitely going to try to tap into that either later today or tomorrow. Might be better to do it tomorrow, let it marinate. Um, I got something to do later today, but I might be able to jump on like four, from like four to five. Just take like four to five thirty. Just take all guests coming in, speaking a piece on the situations for our player voices and the perceptions that follow. Versus teams and their voices and the perception that follows. So I might do that, man. So hopefully people are available. Just let people rock out. Because I talked enough. 30 minutes, that's enough. That's enough. You know, sometimes you got to have a lot of features on your album. You just can't be solo all the time. So y'all be easy. Y'all be blessed, man. Enjoy your Tuesday. It's the Ballhawk Show. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Um... Yeah, man. We out. Salute to the sponsors, April Insurance and Manscaped. You know what it is. Peace. 
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.